Tate, I'm fired up. We're here to do an emergency Brad Stevens IU podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, th- it sounds like a joke. Saying those words out loud, when they come out of my mouth, I understand most of America uh, would, would assume that I'm joking. Yeah, yeah this, is, this is a meme. This is, a, this is something that I have, have tried to meme into existence for a while, um, but it, it's no longer a meme. It's very much reality, and I, I have been begging you for the last two days to do an emergency podcast because... Mm-hmm. Uh, it is reality, mm-hmm. and, and that's the whole point of this. So I want to start here with this episode. Um, this is this is uh, this is serious. Yes. this is very serious. Yes. Everything coming out of my mouth is serious. I uh, the the Stevens to IU stuff, um, the idea of Brad Stevens taking over at IU. I I th- th- this goes all the way back to like when Tom Crean lost in 2013 mm-hmm. to Syracuse in the Sweet 16, and I was like, uh, we should get Brad Stevens. Mm-hmm. And then that's we being the state of Indiana, by the way. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna yes, I'm gonna make that point in a second here. I'm gonna make that point in a second here. Uh, Indiana should get Brad Stevens, and then s- slowly but surely, more Tom Crean gets fired. Brad Stevens is uh, go- goes to. Um, because, or whatever, whatever the timeline is before he goes to uh, uh, Boston. Because this was 2013. Before he goes to Boston, he he uh, Kareem sucks in the uh, NCAA tournament. I start. Maybe we should get Brad Stevens. Maybe the state yes. of Indiana needs Brad yes. Stevens to leave Butler, come to Indiana. That's what's best for the state. Uh, he takes the Butler job, and then or, or the, the the Celtics job. I'm sorry. And at that point, it does become a meme. At that point, Stevens to IU just becomes a full fledged like he's never leaving the Celtics. This is ridiculous. Um, but deep down, I was like, yeah, of course I want that. Of course that would be the greatest thing in the world if Brad Stevens came to Indiana. Um, but it's never going to happen. And so Tom Crean gets fired four years ago, and it, we mean it to death. We, we being me and the rest of us on the internet, we were like, yeah, Brad Stevens, you. We know it has, it has no chance whatsoever of happening, but that's not going to stop us from making memes about it. Um, and so that's the backstory. And the whole point of bringing that up is to say this right now, this moment in time is not that. This is very real. Brad Stevens is a very real, viable candidate. And the reason I wanted to do an emergency podcast is because uh, – there is a sense of people who have no idea what the fuck's going on that that this is a joke. Yes, that 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 Brad Ste- the idea of Brad Stevens even entertaining it is is ridiculous, preposterous. Um, I'm not going to name names. I'm not going to mention Jeff Goodman. I'm not going to mention Matt Norlander or John Rothstein or Seth Davis or Gary Parish or Charlie Pierce. I'm not going to mention any of those people that are like making a mockery. Like I think that Indiana fans believe in that there's any shot in hell that Brad Stevens might be kind of sort of maybe interested in the Indiana job is preposterous. Um, I'm not going to do that. But uh, so the whole point, Tate, what, what I, my opening monologue is that I am serious because it, nothing in my life matters more to me, and I swear to God this is true, than basketball in the state of Indiana. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean the Indiana University Hoosiers, but the idea that the state of Indiana produces the best basketball in the world, the idea that there's something sacred about that state, the idea that, that uh, you know, Hoosier hysteria, the movie Hoosiers, you name it, I buy into it, I drink the Kool-Aid, I love it, it is super important to me. And watching what's unfolded over the last few days on the internet, especially – Um, seeing people basically from the East coast attacking this idea that like Brad Stevens would want to go back home. They're like, (laughs) back to Indiana. He coaches the Celtics. Why would he be that stupid? And it's pissing me off. And I'm taking it personally because I am from Indiana. I would 
cut off my left nut to, to have an opportunity to double my salary to move back home. Mm-hmm. It makes total sense to me. <laughs> uh, and so I'm fired up about it and I want to do a podcast and, and unfortunately I'm dragging you along because uh, this is not going to be, you're going to do a lot of uh, listening to me yell, I think on the show. <laughs> I will say this, you and I do the Duffy awards every single year at the end of a college basketball season. And we have a headline of the year award. And the best part of this whole moment was we got a headline of the year nominee and it was from the big lead, and they put out this. Mark Titus trolls John Rothstein over Brad yeah. Stevens, Indiana speculation. And that moment in time, that headline, that statement, I think sums up where we're at. We're at a point where the the, the Syracuse grads, the Northeast part of the United States the, the, that claims to be the basketball mecca, the guys that believe the, the Springfield, Massachusetts YMCA is still where basketball, you know, the secret of basketball is held, where, you know, most people think that in, you know, New York, MSG is the mecca. But what you're saying, Mark Titus, is that Indiana is rooted in basketball. It is a place where, as a North Carolina guy, Everett Case, the coach from Indiana, mm-hmm. came down to North Carolina to share the Hoosier way, to get a basketball yeah. goal. And like to, Johnny Appleseed, like, spread. That, that, yeah, he he yeah. had a he. Th- there was this is a true story. He had a a Cadillac that he drove around. He would pop the trunk, Mark Titus, and a basketball goal was in the back, and he'd have kids shoot on it. And, and his goal was to have every single kid have a basketball goal in his yard. And that is where North Carolina Tobacco Road came from a lot. You know, Everett Case, an mm-hmm. Indiana guy. So I say all this to say. I understand and appreciate Indiana basketball okay. and the Indiana draw of basketball. That's all I'm saying, and I'm on your side from well, that vantage. That, that's important that you bring that up because we're going to get into that in a second. But uh, I, I'm going to I'm going to start before I explain mm-hmm. why this is a real thing. Um, I want to make very very clear as well. I am in no way, shape, or form reporting that Brad Stevens is going to Indiana mm-hmm. that it's a done deal. I'm not saying anything of the sort. I, th- that is not the point of this. Uh, so if you clicked on this podcast to listen to it and you're like, I wonder if Titus is going to report stuff. I will say my DMS are buzzing. There's a lot of, there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of buzz in the DMS. I will say that uh, a lot of, a lot of smoke. Um, but I am not reporting anything and you're asking yourself, so what are you doing? What is the point of this? If you're not reporting anything, I'm telling you what I'm going to do. I am going to explain why this is feasible. Why I'm trying to, 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 change the discourse state. I'm trying to move, move this away from like a meme, from a joke, from like uh, on both sides that like the people that think Brad should come to IU aren't necessarily just like being jackasses, even though like, you know, I, I do that. So, I mean, I'm tweeting like funny stuff. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be funny about it, mm-hmm. but uh, that, that, that the, the reality is, is that there, there is some truth to it. And then on the other side, the, uh, the, the people that are saying like, this is a joke and that like, the idea that Indiana fans would want Brad Stevens to come back home or think there's a chance is equivalent to like trying to dig up John Wooden and, and resurrect him and have him come back or like, why don't don't you get red Arbach while you're at it? And like, you know, like that's not, you know, if Indiana fans throw out Tony Bennett, that's delusional. If you throw out Jay Wright, that's delusional. I'm basically, I wanted to do with this podcast to explain to people that Brad Stevens to Indiana at this moment in time in 2021 in March of 2021 is not delusional. That doesn't mean he's going to take the job. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't, I don't know if he will or not. I, who the hell knows? We'll see. But the point is, is it's a, it's a very real thing. And uh, I'm, I, I, I worry about our brethren, our media brethren, because they have no idea what the fuck's going on. And they're shooting off at the I'm I'm being serious, dude. Like they, I, I love some of you guys, not all of you, the guys I mentioned earlier, I don't love you all, but I love some of you and you better be careful. That's all I'm saying. You better be careful mm-hmm. with how sure you are mm-hmm. and 0% this and never going to happen this because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I'm going to make that very clear. Mm-hmm. You just don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's that like I'm that. not reporting anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, let's have a real discussion about it. And now I'm ready to have a real discussion. And so the first question that comes up 
say it is this. What has changed between four years ago and now? Yes. Okay. So you're someone, you're someone, you're, you're not really plugged into what's going on. And to you, all you do is you consume the memes. You're on, you just see it on both sides and you're like, this is never going to happen. Why all of a sudden do Indiana fans believe that it's realistic? Why do you, Titus, you seem like a level-headed guy. Like <laughs> suddenly you're fired up about this. What, what's going on? Are you crazy? Uh, the tournament's going on this week, dude. Why are, why are you getting wrapped up in this? Uh, there, there are a few things. So, Number one, the money is there in a way that it has never been there before. Mm -hmm. And we know this because uh, Indiana Athletic Director Scott Dolson fires Archie Miller on Monday. Um, when he does this, he does a press conference date, and he explains to the world that there were two boosters that stepped up. One, one booster, they, it, it was anonymous, quote-unquote. I don't know if this is Larry David anonymous, <laughs> where the, the anonymous is going to stick his chest out and say, give me credit. It's Ted Danson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody. I don't know if it's uh, every, everyone's mind immediately goes to Mark Cuban because if you mention an Indiana booster who's rich, yep. you're gonna everyone's gonna think, of, and especially with basketball, you're gonna think of Mark Cuban. But it's anonymous, and uh, the the a guy steps up, say, and, and Dolson says that one booster has paid out basically Archie's buyout. He stepped up and said, "I'll I'll help out with Archie's buyout," mm -hmm. and and that makes it because Archie had a ten million dollar buyout. Uh, it, 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 by the way, that's not all one lump sum. They didn't pay Archie Miller ten million dollars on Monday. There's some like language in there about it's not that. You know, but I, th that's important too because a lot of people are thinking like Indiana's now down ten million. That's not the case. But uh, anyway, one guy stepped up, said, "I will give you ten million dollars if that's what it takes to get rid of Archie Miller." Another guy, according to Scott Dolson, said that he will, he or she, I should say, um, will help with the transition process. The quote was, uh, "A subsequent meeting with another donor who will remain anonymous, who made a commitment to help fund the remainder of the transition cost." Now that basically means whoever the next guy is, mm -hmm. I'll chip in money out of my pocket so it doesn't have to come from the university and scott dolson in his press conference goes on to say he gets asked like he says that uh the reporters are like wow that sounds like we, we got some deep pockets here scott like do you have a figure in mind do you want to talk money do you want to talk like actual numbers scott dolson on two occasions tate starts a sentence with i'm not saying we have an open checkbook but comma like that's that's where he's at and mm -hmm. and, and anyone paying attention to that you realize all right <laughs> Duh. So yep. number one, the money is there. The money was it, when, when Tom Crean was fired four years ago, um, there, there wasn't a booster pay. The, the boosters did not get together and say, we will throw as much money as we need at this thing to make the, the home run splashy, get Brad home, whatever it takes thing, because they just frankly didn't think there was a chance of getting Brad. So, uh, the, and he, there, and he famously hung up the phone the first time that they called, or at least that was the report that, that Stevens had yeah. no interest when they first called. But, but that, so that, there's that point of it is that there's money. So, uh, all the talk about like, can the, can Indiana, uh, over, can they pay more than the Celtics? Like, would it be that different? The answer is very much. Yes. If you read between the lines and, and you don't even have to read between the lines, just listen to what the athletic director is telling you. Um, the money, the money is there. So the money is not going to be an issue to get Brad back home. Um, there's there, th So that's the first part I wanted point I want to make. The second one is during this Dolson's press conference, just how much confidence he, he exuded. And uh, you know, that is subjective to a certain extent. So I understand that, but uh, he, he, he made clear that they are not hiring a search committee, which is a little bit unusual. Mm -hmm. um, he, he kept talking also Tate about how much he loved Archie Miller, which felt very unusual uh, to me and, and unnecessary that you're firing Archie Miller. And he's like, listen, I love our, he goes, he just goes on and on about like Archie Miller is a great dude. Good guy of the year. Yes. Archie Miller. Yes. Like, great guy. Yes. I hate that I have to do this to him, mm -hmm. but uh, he kept saying it's what? a results oriented business. Archie Miller's one sin was not winning. And he was like, I love him. Otherwise he didn't win enough. 
Um, Four years, no and, tournament, and also Archie Miller, you know, you say these things if you would have kept Archie without some sort exactly. of extenuating circumstance. Exactly, Tate. That's the point I'm getting at is that if, if you wanted to fire Archie Miller because he's run the program into the ground, if you want to fire Archie Miller because he sucks as a coach, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You don't say nice you things. Say, you say, we thank you for your time here, Archie. Mm -hmm. Good luck in the future. Mm -hmm. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. There's the door. Mm -hmm. That's what you say. You don't say, I, we, God, ugh, this hurt. Ugh, yep. I hate that I have to do this. Yep. Uh, uh. So that tells me, and again, I, I understand if you're listening to this and you're like, you're, I, I, you think I'm, I'm Charlie and always sunny, the Pepe Silva trying to connect dots here. But uh, that tells me that there's a plan in place. I mean, there's, 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 there's like, obviously Brad comes to mind, but like, they have to know what they're doing. You're throwing $10 million, $10 million from a booster. Another booster says, I'm, I'll throw in whatever it takes is, is kind of where, where we're at with this thing. Um, and now we're going to fire Archie when it, it very, very easily could have, you, you very easily could have kept Archie for another year and played the pandemic card with the fans and said, it was tough this year because the pandemic, but we'll bring him back. We'll give him one more go. I swear if he screws up this time, we're done. Yep. Uh, whatever it is, you know, like that, that's what I thought was going to happen personally. That's what, that's how I saw it going down. Um, so there's that. Then there's the Brad Stevens press conference that he does before the jazz game on Tuesday night, where he's asked about the Indiana uh, head coaching job, super passive. And again, subjective, but go watch the clip. The guy talks for two minutes. Uh, he spends about a minute 48 talking about how much he loves Indiana and his family's there. <laughs> yes. That's how he became, and that's how he wanted to get into coaching. And if you grow up in that state, it was his dream job. He said it was my point. dream job mm -hmm. on and on. He almost forgets the script of like, <laughs> Oh shit, I got to pivot back. That's right. I'm the Celtics coach. So there's that. So you're watching that. Like if in my mind, if Brad Stevens is very clearly not wanting this job or not talking to anybody about this job, or like, it's like, he, he, he just flat out says like, listen, I love Indiana. It was awesome growing up there. I'm the Celtics coach. I love it here. I want to coach the Celtics for the rest of my life. So quit asking the Nick Saban, quit asking, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's, that's what he could have said. He did not say that. Um, and, and I guess like if you're playing devil's advocate, you might say that he uh, was trying to soften the blow to Indiana people that like when he eventually says no to the job, they'll know that he actually still he considered I don't know. it. Yeah that he considered it, whatever. But I guess that's my point is I'm not saying he's going to take the job. I'm saying he's considering it. I'm saying that they are at the point of like talking and that he didn't, I'm saying that Brad Stevens was, has been approached about the job and he has not hung up the phone and said, mm -hmm. never call me again. That's what, that's all I'm saying mm -hmm. with this podcast. Uh, so he didn't do that. He didn't say definitively, I am not taking the IU job. I, this is not, this is not happening. So there's that. So that's point three and point four. And this is the big one that everyone's missing. And uh, it's been memed into the ground. The whole Brad Stevens is from Indiana. Um, I don't know. Did you hear Brad Stevens is from Indiana? Did you hear that Brad? Ste he's from there. So why would he not want to go back there? And like people joke about it and circle jerk each other about how it's like a joke. And uh, that should never be a reason for a guy to go home. And this is the point that has really upset me Tate, because I am a Hoosier. I'm a native Hoosier. I, my, I, I don't know. I have Hoosier blood in me and always will. And uh, this idea of, of a guy not wanting to go back home is preposterous. And I guess that's what I wanted you here for, because uh, to, to me, the two states in this country, the, the two programs, really, I'll throw Kentucky in there, too, just because they'll get mad at me if I don't. And, and Kansas. Um, we'll give Kansas, too. We'll give Can Kansas a little bit. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, it's, it's Indiana and North Carolina are the two that if you grow up in that state, like the call home is very real. If you, I would put it this way, if, and, and I say this from experience, if you grow up in the state of Indiana and love basketball, and then you go on to work in basketball in some way, and I, I work, I consider what I do working in basketball, um, 
the call home is very real. And I, I feel this every day of my own life. I, I live in California now. Uh, I, fe I felt it when I lived in Ohio for 13 years, State. I, I live like 200 miles away from my mm -hmm. home. And I was like, man, I, should I move back home? Because mm -hmm. like, this isn't, this isn't Indiana. This is Ohio. I, I belong in Indiana if I'm going to cover basketball. That's where I need to be. Um, so I, I kind of wanted to talk about that point because that's the big one. And, and I think uh, that's the part where everybody's missing. And, and it's really pissing me off because uh, it, it's a real thing. It's, it's, a, it's a genuinely real thing. I grew I was born and raised right in the same area that Brad Stevens was raised in. I went to high school at the town over from where he went to high school. Uh, my, we, we had similar upbringings. We, had, we were similarly talented in basketball. I could have gone to probably DePaul. DePaul was recruiting me to play basketball. I could have gone there. Um, our fathers both went to Indiana and we did not. But like we were, we were fans of Indy. Like it was, it, it's soaked into us. It's like tattooed on our soul, yep. you know, um, that whole thing. And that's not to say that that I, Brad Stevens and I share a mind. Again, all I'm trying to do is just explain why this is feasible. Because I, if it can happen to me, Tate, it could happen to him. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I'll and I'll do this. You know, I, I'll just talk about you know from the other side of things when we're talking about the NBA side, which is you know with Brad Stevens and his situation in general. He signs a six-year contract in 2013, 2014. It's about, you know, $3.5, $3.6 million a year. And his the, the whole idea is that Brad Stevens is the next Greg Popovich, right? That, that is the whole premise that Danny Ainge has put out to the world. He is the, the new guru in basketball. He is going to, to draft guys in the lottery. We're going to build these guys into stars. And then Brad Stevens is going to flourish with these stars. But, you know, we saw this in the NBA bubble. Right, they, 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 there were some frustrations. They get to the Eastern Conference Finals. We have some some not so nice things happen in the locker room. There's now been some accounts after the fact that you know there was some preferential treatment between Brad and Gordon Hayward, two guys that are from the same area that you're from. So they have a mm -hmm. similar bond. They have a similar connection. And for the people at home that don't know this, Mark Titus was coached by Brad Stevens once upon a time, so he does know Brad Stevens coaching a, a yep. little bit about what he's talking about here. You know what I mean? So I will say that. But 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 from the Boston Celtics standpoint, right? We're not living in honeymoon phase. We're not living in the, in the promise of yeah. the future. We're living in the present reality of the you know the Philadelphia 76ers are better than you. The Brooklyn Nets are better than you. The Miami Heat and are better, be than better than you. they're going to be better than you next year yes. as well. The the Bucks the Bucks are going to be that. better than you the next year, right? And yeah. the guys that were drafted to grow with Brad are now grown. And what happens yeah. when you're grown? You're 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 in the Brett Brown situation in the NBA. You hate your parents. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're you're like stop telling me what to do. I figured this out. Yeah. I understand this. So there is the the fact that it's been scoffed at and and that's what pisses me yes, off that's what yes. i'm losing my mind over is that it's being scoffed at that, that this idea that that you could be it, called home it, i'm i swear to god it's Tate. the larry bird farce right i mean when larry bird was in boston and you know you he hated boston he hated boston <laughs> and you and i i mean we, we our old boss his you know he you know larry bird is beloved by him but you and i would always point out the fact that if if anything he wanted to play for the pacers and be home which yeah, is where he, he is now and we the second the second the season ended, and, he's on a plane back to Indiana. And he, he, you know. Okay, so Larry Bird, right, and, and, and if you have a brain, you know Larry Bird is one of the greatest, probably the top five in that group of greatest basketball players to ever live. All right, He's from Indiana. He goes back to Indiana. That's where he lives. Michael Jordan, my favorite player, from North Carolina, yep. plays yep. in Chicago, wins six championships. Yep. Yep. Doesn't stay in Chicago, folks. Doesn't Does stay, in stay in Illinois. Chicago. But, but hold on, say, Chicago's a major city. Why would he not stay there? It's got better food, better culture, better uh, more more people more fun.
fun more what i don't understand home. why would michael jordan home because it's not home you pieces of god I, I'm, <laughs> but, I'm gonna lose my but, mind but, but on that's, it's not home that, but that's what we have to say because it, the fact that larry bird and michael jordan who you know respectively people will say are the greatest basketball players you and i probably would say that individually in our opinions the fact that they went home to this small place, right. and right. they feel comfortable because it is home, and you and I are the same way. We're from small towns. So if you're a small town kid from North Carolina or in Indiana, you know you, you understand that familiarity. You understand that comfort zone, and you also understand what it would mean to the people. Like when Roy Williams right. came back to North Carolina, the first time he said no, and Kansas convinced him to stay. He was happy with the AD there. Yep. You know, Dean Smith basically you know kind of botched the whole pitch to Roy because there was Larry Brown was in the mix. There were some other guys, and Roy did not feel the love, right? So that, or that's how it came out after the fact. And also his wife didn't want to move from Lawrence, all this other stuff. Right. But the second time around, Dean Smith didn't come to Roy Williams and say, you know, I think this would be a good idea, Roy. He said, yeah, we need you. Yeah, the state needs the st- you. Like this is this is bigger than you. This Roy. is bigger than yeah. you. Carolina basketball yeah. is bigger than you. Brad Stevens, Indiana basketball is bigger than you. Yeah. Bob Knight just yeah. came back last year. You and I saw that moment in yeah. time. That closed the book of Bob Knight. Bob Knight's done, right? We don't need Steve Alford back. We don't need any of the Bob Knight disciples back. We don't need Bob Woodson. We don't need Isaiah Thomas. We love those guys. We appreciate those guys. We need a new Bob Knight. We need a new era. And if you're Brad Stevens, and like you said, you you've soaked in Bob Knight. You soaked mm-hmm. in pure fundamental basketball at its core and you and you've lived yeah. that and now you live in the 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 social media nba top shot era i <laughs> right I, I can see why why there would be a draw to come back to college basketball and coach mark titus guess what 18 19 20 year olds want to be coached right. it makes sense a, it makes sense it makes it, that's that's what I, i'm and, pulling and, my hair and, out. and guess what you get paid double your salary triple your salary and have more to security live. To live with your family <laughs> where you were born and raised. Wait, what? And where, like, people love you where you're a god. Like, I, like people saying it makes no sense. I'm like, are you out of your fucking mind? It makes too much sense. There's Nothing has ever made more sense. We're, we're, we're living in a time, Tate. Mm. A, a goddamn reality star was hired, was won the election for president yep. four years ago. Yep. Uh, we, we saw, like, a pandemic wipe out the... the Anything the, is possible. We've said it before. Everything that mattered. Yeah. I mean, like, get, just think about everything that's happened in this world in the last five years, and then you're going to tell me that Brad Stevens getting his salary doubled to go back home is, like, preposterous? You're out of your fucking mind. It, and, like, I don't know how else to tell... You're, you're wrong. You're just patently wrong. <laughs> and and it's I'm taking it personally because... These are my people back home. Mm-hmm. I, 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 and and again, I, I, I don't know why I feel the need to keep reiterating this. I'm not saying what Brad Stevens is thinking. I don't know. He, he might not take the job. He might, he might think of what everything you just said and say, I don't, you know, I still love coaching the NBA and I want to win a yeah. NBA championship. Yeah. And to me, that's the highest level of coaching. Yeah. And that's that's the pinnacle. And that's fair. And I don't, and I wouldn't fault him for it. Um, all I'm trying to do is just explain because yeah, we are two guys from small town America that, that, and, 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 and speaking as a guy from Indiana, that I, it makes sense. Like it makes <laughs> sense to me if you work in basketball and you're from Indiana, there's a voice in your head that never shuts up. Mm-hmm. That's calling you home mm-hmm. at all times. I swear to God, it sounds like shtick. Uh, I, I, I understand that. I understand how outsiders view the whole, it's 49 states. <laughs> In 49 states, it's just basketball. Mm-hmm. I understand how outsiders view the movie Hoosiers. I understand I understand all of it. I get it. I get it. If you're not from there, I get it. But I'm telling you, like, it doesn't matter what you think. It matters what those of us that were born and raised there, and we're drinking the Kool-Aid every day. And to you, it's a cult. It's a, like, it's weird Kool-Aid. Like, who, what the fuck? It's Indiana. Who would want to live there? 
to us, it's home. That's that's who we are. It's ba- it's not a game. Basketball is not a game. It's 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 a culture. It's a language. It's a religion. It's a way of life. It is uh, the the funniest thing is like I mean most people when they think of Indiana you would assume there's no culture. You would mm-hmm. assume that it's just like a, a bunch of white people that drink milk and and eat white bread and that's like all we you know and that's like people's image of indiana and you're not wrong in that regard but my whole point is like in the absence of culture what has become the culture is basketball that is it like basketball is it is not like so this isn't this is not there is no analogy Mm -hmm. so throw that out the window there's this isn't like trying to get jay wright to go to the to wherever or trying to get billy donovan to go from the thunder to I don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's no analogy. Yeah. Th- th- throw all that out the window and stop pretending. Like, just turn your goddamn brain on for two seconds, people. Like, it, 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 I'm, I'm losing my mind. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No, anyway. I mean, it's one of those things where I, I'll tell a story where, you know, if I said this to you in 2007, 2008, right? John Calipari gets done. They lose the national championship and he is courting himself, right? He, he is going around. He is looking for the next big job. He wants a blue blood job, not a guarantee. But guess what I hear? I mean, I've been in high school at the time, but what, what do I hear from everyone? John Calipari is going to take the NC State job, right? But you know how crazy that sounds? You mean the guy mm-hmm. that just got Derrick Rose is going to come to North Carolina, compete against Coach K and Roy Williams, who are mm-hmm. every single year having, you know, basically a battle who's going to be number one or number two in the country. He's going to come here and compete with those guys? Guess what? He was on a plane in Raleigh, North Carolina. He took a meeting. Yeah. He thought about taking the job. The reason he didn't was because of academic stuff. He didn't think he could get certain players into the school at NC State because of ACC rules. So he goes to the yeah. SEC. And a lot of people hear that story, right? They're like, that never happened. That's insane. Well, look, it, it could be rumor. It could be whatever. But at the end of the day, John Calipari considered the job. It's not crazy. Brad Stevens is going to take that's, it into consideration. And that is, that's all we're that saying. is the, whole, the, the whole point of the conversation and is if you think that he's not, then you don't understand. You're a moron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Point, point blank, yes, you're a moron. Yes, yes, you're a moron. Yes. And you should, you should quit your job if you're like cover basketball for a living and you think Brad Stevens is not considering this. And I think that's, I'm, I'm, I'm not even joking. Yeah. I, li- I literally believe everyone, like, you, you, should, you should really be careful. Mm-hmm. You should be careful. Like, if I, if I, I, I don't know. That's all I'm like, you're going to look like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. If, and I'm, I'm using a lot of language, Jake, because I'm fired up. Uh, this is one of the few things. And, and, and I'll make this point too, Tate, because, uh, Everyone listening to this might be saying, "All right, Titus, that's cool. You're romanticizing Indiana. You want to come home. We get it. Like, <laughs> you come it means home. a lo- it, it means a lot to you. You miss your family. You've been living in LA during a pandemic. You haven't been able to come home. You're just homesick. Get over it. Like, whatever. Um, and and fair. I'm 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 entertaining all sides of this. I have I've not deluded myself into believing that Brad Stevens is going to be the coach. I'm just absorbing the information and processing it through a lens that I share that is you know of of similar ilk." I believe to, to Brad Stevens. Um, so take all of that out, take my feelings on whether a guy would want to come home, all that sort of thing. Just think about like the timeline with all of this state. So on Monday, Archie Miller gets fired. Yep. Um, the, the AD says we are not using a search firm. He says we're going after a white well. Now immediately I, I don't know how else you can slice it. That is Brad Stevens. It is very clear that Brad Stevens is plan a, it, and, and if it's not, then Scott Dolson should be fired immediately. Yeah. I mean, like, so Brad Stevens is very clearly plan A. Everyone, I don't think anyone would dispute that, that, that he is going to be the first person they call. Mm-hmm. So say it plays out the way people believe it plays out, where uh, they call Brad Stevens. He says, thanks, but no thanks, just like he did four years ago and hangs up the phone, right? That's, that's what people believe is going to happen this time. 
because it happened four years ago and it's going to happen in four years when you when IU fires their next coach and it's going to happen four years after that because IU fans are always going to want to fire their coach that's that's what people will lead you to believe so Brad Stevens was on, on Monday gets the call says guys no stop just please lose this number hangs up the phone uh wouldn't in the two days since this we're recording this on on Wednesday night um wouldn't at some point IU start reaching out to other people Tate wouldn't wouldn't you start to hear reports of like people they're calling and talking to have you seen a single report all these people all the people i'm calling out by name at the top of the show that are telling that are that are sourced out their ass in college basketball that are saying uh this is definitely not happening that brad stevens is definitely not considering it wouldn't these people have been hearing from their sources that that iu has reached out to john beeline and chris beard and scott drew and and whoever else and jay wright and tony bennett and they're just throwing you know wouldn't, wouldn't that and, and 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 if the answer is no and you're telling me that they haven't reached out because Stevens told them no and now they don't know what to do, so you're telling me that a booster stepped up said I'm going to pay ten million dollars to fire Archie Miller and then we're going to sit on our hands and have no idea what the hell we're going to do? Yeah, I mean, the, no, the, the, use your brain, I, turn your brain on. Brad Stevens is considering this job. He is. He is. It's, it, it's 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 clear as day. He's considering it. Whether he says yes or no, I don't know. But he's considering. It, it does feel. It does. I mean, absolutely. It does feel to me, right? But when we started this conversation, you know, you and I, th- this is probably, I would say, about a month, two months ago. It, there was like a little bit of an inkling. You know, you looked at me when Indiana basically we decided this year was not going to be a tournament year, right? Around like January, we we could see that with this team. And you know, you kind of just like, I don't know, Brad Stevens. You know, like kind of yeah, one of those yeah. things. And. That's how it felt at that point because there were no signs that says this is in the cards. But, like, I, I, I want to play devil's advocate here, right? I want to argue against you. I want to tell you yeah. that, that you're wrong to think this. But I will say this. I watch the NBA. I cover the NBA. I, I'm up to speed, you know, on what's going on in the NBA world. And the the Celtics just lost to the Cavaliers, right? And, and, yeah. and they have a very— After just losing to the Jazz. Yeah. And, 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 yeah. and if you watch them play, they played—I mean, they play uninspired basketball. And, you know, and I mm-hmm. mentioned that moment, you know, back in the bubble. Marcus Smart's going crazy, going off. He's been hurt all year. Uh, the, the free agency period did not go well. The fact that Gordon Hayward, one of his closest confidants, a guy that played for him, signed somewhere else as a free mm-hmm. agent and wanted to get out of Boston. Does that not give a red flag to say that Does maybe that, this isn't no. the situation that Brad Stevens— No, that couldn't be, Tate. That couldn't be. Why would uh, That doesn't make any sense. And, and, and I'll take it a step further <laughs> as I talk about NBA things, and, and this is like a big picture, you know, this is all speculation, but it wouldn't be shocking to me, and just I'm just saying this, that a guy like Brad Stevens wants to and has a reverence for March Madness and coaching college basketball and its roots, and its roots of the game, knows that we need to create that connective tissue between the NBA and college basketball. We need to repair that relationship so every new overtime or new company you know, doesn't launch a new league to, to take down the NCAA. We have to repair that relationship and make it look right. And you're going to leave one of the most storied franchises in basketball. You can't leave them up, up, and up and with their hands. They can't be sitting on their yep. hands as the Boston Celtics. That's bad PR for everybody. For everybody. There's a guy in, in Golden State, right? His name's Steve Kerr. He has mm. he has done the ride for the dynasty. He has he has seen it all the way through. Stephen Curry, as great as he is this year at 33 years old, is not going to be able to take this team higher than a seven or an eight seed. So the the Warriors are going to make this. This is an inflection point, right? They're going to make a pivot toward James Wiseman being the guy. James Wiseman's going to start playing more. He's going to be starting to get more minutes. And the Warriors are subsequently going to start losing games. They're going to start, you know, what they call tanking. Mm-hmm. They're processing, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever term you want to use. And when you have a valuable asset like Steve Kerr and you're the Warriors and you, you have a championship caliber coach, 
that championship caliber coach should go to a championship caliber franchise. He's good friends with Danny Ainge. I could see a trade from the Warriors to the Celtics. That becomes the head coach, Steve Kerr. I think everybody wins that scenario. The Celtics win by getting a, a more veteran championship level coach. And I think deep down, they all love Brad, but they, they want that. They, they, they want Red or back, but they're not going to get him. So they want someone with the pedigree. Steve Kerr has that, checks that box. So if that if that shift happens, and, and maybe like a young coach goes into the Warriors, like a Steven Silas or someone like that, I, I I think that's a win-win for everybody. I, I think yeah. I think that, you know, Steve Kerr would be great with the Celtics. It makes sense in my head. I see it in my head for some reason. And as soon as this domino effect started happening, I, I, that, I immediately told you that. The reason I'm saying it on the air, because there was like something in my gut that said, this makes a lot of sense to me, right? Everyone's trying yeah. to find a better situation that fits them. And everyone's trying to find their version or, of a comfort zone. And Steve Kerr had it with Steph Curry, but I, I think it's over. I think that dynasty is over. That's interesting. And I think that Brad Stevens had a run, and it was beautiful. It was five, six years, but I, I could see him making this step. That's all I got to say. I yeah. want to be devil's yeah. advocate, but from an NBA perspective, I mean, Danny Ainge might fire Brad Stevens in six months, right? Like, yeah. let's be yeah. let's be honest yes. about it. Like, Brad, yes. Brad might yes. deserve to get fired. So yes. why, why would you, with no job security uh, and knowing that Danny Ainge has traded Isaiah Thomas for Kyrie Irving, like, the, the loyalty is not necessarily going to always be there, too, when we're talking about competing for championships. Why would you not I, go I, home? I don't know. I find it fascinating the the same folks who will tell you that Brad like any NBA coach would have to be out of their mind to want to take a college job of any kind. Any mm-hmm. any NBA coach, if you're the coach of the the Cavs, if you're Luke Wall, coach of the Pistons, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, you you would have to be crazy to take any college job of any kind yep. because the NBA is definitely better than college. Um, we'll then turn around and tell you whenever Jay Wright's name gets brought up that Jay Wright would, would have to be an idiot. He'd have to be out of his mind to leave Villanova, to leave a college program. And uh, the whole point is that like different strokes for different folks, Tate, and like people value different things in their life. And um, it's just absurd. It, it's, it's, it's absurd. Uh, speaking of like the difference between NBA and college, like you, you kind of touched on this, that I'll say this as well. I know I know the type of basketball that Brad Stevens was raised on. Mm-hmm. I know what he values in like wanting to be a coach and like the, what he gets out of the coaching profession. And uh, this is going to sound like an old man take about the NBA. It is not. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll I will expand <laughs> on it a little bit, but. The NBA is not the basket. NBA is like not basketball as we know it for, for those of us that grew up in Indiana, if we're being completely honest, it's just, it's just not, that doesn't mean it's worse. It doesn't mean it's better. I don't know. But, uh, it, that, that if I, I, I feel it too, like I, I, I enjoy watching the NBA. I enjoy watching the athletes. Um, but also some part of me is like, this is insane that like, you don't even, you don't like, if you're a coach defensively, you just tell guys to switch everything because they have the athleticism and the link to like do that. And they can just switch screens and like get all when, when you put five guys on the court that can guard anybody, you can just switch screens and you're like, what, so what does the coach do? That's insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, it feels like offenses aren't even, aren't even, you're not really coaching. It's like an algorithm. Mm-hmm. It's like we, we've crunched the numbers and we've decided it's like too efficient. Yeah, run, and we've decided run that, horns and uh, yeah, either take the layup or kick it to the corner for a three. Yeah. <laughs> If we get here, then that's it. So, like, just do that over and over. And then I'll sit here and cross my arms, and then I'll, maybe I'll drop a play uh, out, underneath out of bounds. Yeah, baseline out of bounds play. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, like, that's that's kind of – and, and you know, I'm obviously simplifying it, and I don't mean to say that, like, college coaches are smarter than pros because I definitely don't think that's the case. What I'm saying is, like, it's just a completely different game. It's more hands-on and coaching it, is what you're saying. And if you grow up in Indiana watching Bob Knight motion offense – and now you're coaching the NBA. You're, there's some parties like, what the hell is it? Like, where, where, where am I? This isn't, this isn't what I grew up like 
you know, and that's speculation. I don't know, Brad, like that's not, but, but, it, but it's real. I mean, it's a, that's a real thing that like, I would feel, I, 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 I don't know. That's, that's a, there could be some part of that. Like that wouldn't surprise me. He wants to go back. I mean, people make a big deal about recruiting and that Brad doesn't want to recruit, which I don't know where this is coming from. Cause I've never, like, I've actually seen the opposite. I've seen him make talk about like all the guys he loved recruiting and that, yeah, he, uh, yeah. like for God's sakes, Gordon Hayward, he recruited and then he recruited him again. Yep. He loved recruiting Gordon Hayward so much. He did it again. Yep. Um, but let's say he hates recruiting and that's, that's the, that's the, uh, the, the whole mindset. Like I, 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 I don't think I've, by that I, I i think there's some part of him that that loves the the coaching aspect of taking a guy like the, taking an imperfect player and an imperfect person and just kind of like molding them and helping them along and helping them accomplish what they're trying to accomplish in life he, and then setting them out into the world like that there's 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 some sort of joy in that and there's like a sense of accomplishment and that's i mean Frankly, that's just not how that's not what you do when you're an NBA coach, you know? Yeah, so, and I, and I will say this. I mean, I think you and I, I mean, this is obviously our own we're we're projecting our own thoughts here as we talk about this. But I mean, I I know my mom's a teacher. I know that you have teachers in your family as well. I know that Brad Stevens does as well, and I think college basketball at the end of the day, as much as, you know, we 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 got guys wearing pinstripe suits making 5 million dollars, mm-hmm. they're teachers, right? Hubie yep. Brown was a teacher at a high school before he became the Hubie Brown we hear call every NBA game. He was in Fairlawn, New Jersey, you know, teaching a business class and just happened to, to coach lacrosse and basketball and baseball too. So that, that I think, that DNA of a coach, and I think that's why you and I, I mean, we love, we love coaches and we love talking about basketball because we have a teacher DNA in our, mm-hmm. in our body. And so you always said to me, uh, if I wasn't doing this, I'd be a math teacher, you know, an eighth grade math yep. teacher. And I, I feel like if I wasn't mm-hmm. doing this, I'd be an AP English teacher, you know? So like that, that to me, there's an element of that in Brad, right? There's an element to, to want to teach, to have that bond, to have, you know, that connection with the real human being. And uh, the pro game is, is a business, I mean, it is, it's a business and it's, and, and it's, and it's big fine business. and it's fun and, yeah. and you can do, you can, you can love it. You can, uh, like I said, Brad Stevens might decide he might crunch the numbers and, and weigh all the factors and decide that that's what he'd rather do. And and that makes sense to me as well. Yeah. Like that makes sense. Yeah. I would understand. I mean, that. Danny, like, Danny yeah, Ainge could go I to him that. and say, look, Brad, I, I understand right now you're getting a lot of you know pressure from people back home. You're seeing a lot of headlines about you being the top choice at Indiana. I want to make sure that, you know, I'm committed to you and therefore I want to yeah. give you an extension and more money. And, and that could happen yeah. and come out tomorrow. And I wouldn't have changed any of my opinion on what we're talking about right now. No, no. I, yeah. I wouldn't, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to walk back anything I've said. Yeah. No, I wouldn't because it's, it's, that's not the point. We're not saying Brad is going to go. We're just like making the case because uh, you know, more, more to the point, like I, 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 I do believe this in my heart of hearts that uh, if Brad Stevens, even if he stays at Boston, um, which feels probably more likely than not. Yes. Uh, I, I don't know where I land on that. It's, it's getting closer, though. It's getting closer to 50-50, I got to say. I, I'm, I'm, time, I'm like 70-30 stays in Boston right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been more that he stays in Boston than he comes to IU, but uh, it's starting to – it's slowly starting to even out. Um, but if, if Brad Stevens ultimately decides to stay in Boston and he wins 10 NBA titles and fast forward, he's now 85 years old and he's not – necessarily on his deathbed but he's uh an old man he's a he's a frail old man that people come to visit and they come to talk about the good old days and they go and sit down in front of him they're like you have seen more in this world of basketball than anybody could ever imagine i i I need to pick your brain coach tell me like what 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 were your favorite memories of your career 
I guarantee you with every ounce of my being that Brad Steve, the first words out of Brad Stevens' mouth will be about the Butler Bulldogs mm-hmm. going to the Final Four. Yeah. I guarantee it. I guarantee it. I, he does it now. Like, listen to the guy. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and that, there has, to be a, there has to be some sort of, uh, when, when you're analyzing all this, you have to take that into account. Like, and, and, and in the back of his mind, I'm, and I'm saying this as a guy from Indiana, that, that, that if I don't do this in Indiana, does it even matter? Because that's how I feel, Tate. Yep. It's like, who, who cares about any of this when, I mean, for God's sakes, I went on the Bob and Tom show the other day, and my people back home, Bob and Tom are legends, and Bob doesn't do the show anymore, but Tom does, and they're absolute legends in the state of Indiana because they do the show there. And uh, I, had, I had my friends hit me up like, oh, my God, you went on Bob and Tom. And it was like the biggest deal in the world. Like, I had met the president. And the point is, like, I, I'm talking to them. I'm like, do you understand, like, where I've arrived at my career? Like, I've done a lot cooler things than Bob and Tom. And they're like, no, you haven't. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. Nothing's cooler than Bob and Tom. <laughs> are, you, are you crazy? Don't say that. They, just, they smack me over the side of the head. They're like, dude, you're from Indiana. Bob and Tom is it. Yeah, Get it. yeah. Um, so I, I don't know, man. I, I I don't know if that was a lot of rambling or whatever, but I just, uh, I'm, I'm, as I said at the top, it's become a little personal for me because uh, this is something I hold near and dear to my heart. And I don't mean Brad Stevens and I don't mean Indian university. I mean, uh, being a Hoosier, being a, being yep. a, a Hoosier in the real definition, not an Indiana mm-hmm. university Hoosier, but a man from the state who uh, loves the sport of basketball and loves that, that, uh, uh, the, the, the aura around it the, the reason the whole goddamn tournament's happening in the state of indiana that's not a coincidence yep. there's, there's there's something to it so um i don't know i i would just i would just tell people it's very real there's a ton of smoke um i dare i say even a little fire uh and i i have i have talked to like actual sources quote unquote um people that i know like th- th- this is happening like it, I, and when i say that happen this i don't mean brad is coming to you i mean they are talking to him he is plan a mm-hmm. plan b is probably brad stevens a month from now <laughs> plan c is brad stevens three months from now mm-hmm. and plan d will be like john beeline for a couple years so then they'll go back to brad stevens like that's that's where the program's mindset's at they cannot afford to get this wrong they have to get brad and, and if they don't you know they, yeah. i'll make this point too because if, like Brad Stevens, he said many times over, Indiana is his dream job. The other thing working in Indiana's favor is that this, the way the way the IU athletic department is talking, uh, if it's not Brad, it's going to be someone. It's going to be a white whale of some sort. Like they're not going to they're not going to swing for Brad and then land on like a Porter Moser. No disrespect to Porter Moser, but he's he doesn't carry the same cachet as Brad Stevens. Obviously, they're they're not going to they're not going to watch this year's tournament and and find a mid-major coach that wins two games and makes a sweet 16 and be like, that's our guy. Yeah. They're not going to do that. Yeah. So if it's not Brad, it's going to, in Indiana's mind, they are, they are doing whatever it takes. They're going to throw a shit ton of money at, at the guy, whether that's Chris Beard or, or, or whoever. I mean, or Mark Few. I mean, Mark Few, I, whoever it yeah, is. I don't, yeah. I, 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 I'm not speculating on that. I don't care. I don't yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I'm scared to mention names because then people yeah, are like, yeah, oh, yeah. what are you hearing? Yeah. I don't, I'm just throwing out as hypotheticals. If it's Chris Beard, say, they're, 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 they're going to throw a ton of money at Chris Beard. In their mind, they are locking up a guy for the next 20 years. Like, that's what they're thinking. They're like, we're going to get Chris Beard, say, and he's going to be our coach for the next 20 years. And that has to be – like, some small part has to go into Brad's mind and realize, like, this is my shot. Like, I, I might not get another chance at this Indiana job, and this is something I've always wanted to do. And I'm not saying he's having these thoughts right this second. I'm saying Indiana has, has put out the feelers. They're talking to him. And now they're going to sit and wait, and they're going to let that ruminate, and they're going to let him lose games with the Celtics. And suddenly – you know, when, when things are going wrong and, and this other attractive woman is telling you how much she's into you, you're like, you're suddenly looking over there a little more and you start paying attention to, to what's going on over there. And that's the plan. I, I believe that. And, and, and 
in all my heart of hearts that that's where we're at with this thing and whether whether they get them or not but uh it's a very real thing and the idea that people are like scoffing at it, it, it it's frankly more embarrassing for you than it is for those of us that are memeing because i'm gonna still meme by the yes. way i'm gonna still yes meme shit please into the ground but uh it's a very real thing there's there's truth behind the memes yeah absolutely and also i mean you know i think a lot of people look at the situation and say nba head coach must have a hot shot agent must have caa wme what are these people behind him there's no way they're gonna let him take take that career suicide hit by going to college basketball uh-huh. and as you told me brad is represented by his wife and uh <laughs> what 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 is every sell job for a coach i mentioned it before roy williams when he came to carolina they had to sell wanda williams it wasn't about roy mm-hmm. williams it was about his wife and if you were able to sell the idea of Brad Stevens coming home to basically be the governor of, of Indiana, Dude. I mean, that's a pretty good sales pitch to the wife, to the family. It's yeah, it's not bad. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. I, I think uh, th- th- this is pure speculation. Um, this is, I can't stress that enough, pure speculation, but just based on the way Indiana AD is talking, like, I wouldn't be shocked if they offer him a 10, 10 year deal. Yeah. Like a 10 year, like 70 million. And the ballpark of that. That, that. That's what I think it should be. I mean, I think it should be think 10 I, to 12. I, it, it, it's almost like a John Gruden contract, right? Where we we, yeah. we decide that you are – we have enough faith in you trusting us to come here to give you the yeah. full scope of everything. You know what I mean? 10 An years, insane 12 years, by, whatever and, it is. And, and if Brad Stevens says, I, I want to wait till the end of the NBA season, they're going to say, fine. And, and that's going to screw up recruiting cycle. They're going to say, fine. And if Brad Stevens – like, if it ultimately is like – we can't get Brad Stevens until the day before the first game of next season. Indiana's going to say fine, yes. and they're going to say that's what it takes. Like it's it's just reached a point where uh, I mean I, I was joking about this on Twitter where I just say like all you should do is just call him and say it's time and hang up the phone. That's where Indiana should do. Yep. And honestly, that's that's what I feel like they've arrived. Is like that's that's where India that's where the boosters. That's why they ponied up the money. They said enough is enough. We've gone twenty years with, since Knights left. We made the one title game after Knight left with Knights recruits Mike Davis. Uh, they won the Big Ten a few times with Tom Crean. Um, and to, to that point, I guess maybe this is the last point I'll make is because Indiana fans, whenever there's a coach in church, uh, they always get drugged through the mud by they, they get dragged through the mud by all the national people about how they're delusion. I saw Billis said that Indiana fans cannibalize the, the program and they're bad for the program. And like, it's, it's all this garbage that is, is frankly like unfair. I, I just want to remind all my colleagues, my, my, my journalism, journalism brethren, uh, it costs zero dollars to not shit on Indiana fans. Yeah. Like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. You could always like think it. In do, your head it does seem like very much like the cool thing to like talk shit about Indiana for yeah. whatever reason. Like you don't have to. It doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. There, that's not part of your job. No one's saying. No one's like turning to you saying like, please shit on. Ind-. I mean, I guess maybe Kentucky and Purdue fans are. I don't know, but uh, you don't have to do that. Um, so anyway, I'll defend that. Uh, that that Archie was beloved by the administration, not beloved by the fans per se, but Archie was a decent guy. Um, Archie just didn't win enough games. Like I, I, I feel like that's fair that he was fired. He, he didn't have a, he didn't, he didn't make a tournament in four years, Tate. And one of them, maybe he makes the tournament last year. I don't know. Probably not. Maybe who cares? Point is four year stretch doesn't make the tournament. Where, where, in what, in what world is that good? Or should that be good enough in Indiana? Yeah. Like, I don't, that's stupid. Crean was fired. Uh, the, the, the difference with Crean was that, he was fired. The, the guy called into our show and said he was fired because he had a bad face. Yep. Kareem, the administration was looking for a reason to fire. Yeah, yeah. They were, they they, were like, just waiting Kareen, for the day. Yeah, exactly. Kareem like burned so many bridges <laughs> yeah. in Indiana. Uh, players were getting in trouble. Yeah. Um, there, there were just so many reasons that if, if Tom Kareem had the exact same record as he had and he had Archie Miller's disposition, Tom Kareem would still be the coach. Mm-hmm. Tom Crean was was the stuff behind the scenes, the stuff with with uh, just sort of the 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 yeah the junk that come that came with him it, it, it ultimately for a long time like the winning was it, it nothing super heinous i don't mean to say that's like you know 
anything, but like, you know, you talk to people and you're like, yeah, that, 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 they were looking for a reason to fire him. And yep. then they, they weren't winning enough. And they're like, all right, there's our reason. And I, I, Kelvin Sampson, they wanted like Indiana fans love Kelvin Sampson until he cheated. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, like the Indiana, U.S. Indiana fans in 08 before all that shit comes out. They're like, yeah, this is our guy. We love this guy. Yeah. I mean, he's awesome. I mean, he got Eric, right yeah, he got Eric Gordon to come here. You know what I mean? Like TJ yeah. White, like they were good dude. Yeah. So like I, this idea that like, they're going to, they're going to, that it's national championship or bust. It's not, I mean, they would like some sort of progression towards a national championship, but show me a blue blood. And I'm considering Indiana, Indiana blue blood. Cause they are, cause they have, you know, the history and, and everything and the resources and the, the interest, the fan interest. I thought about this, by the way, and, and I'm going on a lot of tangent, but uh, maybe my definition of blue blood isn't the, isn't the program. Never mind. Who cares? We'll, 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 we'll figure that out later. Uh, show me a blue blood though, that uh, would be okay with like the run, the 20 year run the Indiana's had. Like if this happens at North Carolina, you're telling me the North Carolina fans are like, no, it's okay. No, we're still happy with the, I mean, like, it, it was solved. In, it was solved in two years or basically one year. You know what I mean? They go eight and 20 yeah. and it was solved, right? Roy Williams was coming back. Like that, that's as quickly as it came. Like Matt Darty was out and Roy exactly. Williams was coming and back. And, and that was the phone call, right? You just said it like call and say it's time. That's what Dean Smith did. He called Roy Williams. And that's and said, where we're time. at with Indiana. That's my whole point yes. is that it's like, we've tried, we're, we're, it, it's, 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 it's done. It's that we're cutting, we're cutting it off. As you said, the Bob Knight era, get it, get it's done. It's done. All of it is done. It, Wipe our hands. We're not looking for the next, whatever it's done. It, we're moving and Brad on. doesn't have a Kirk Heinrich. Brad doesn't have a Nick Collison. He doesn't have these guys mm-hmm. that he owes something to, because guess what? Gordon Hayward already left, right? Like they, they already mm-hmm. like to me, to me, it does seem very, very similar to what LeBron James did when he went back to LA, where they, mm-hmm. they made this trade, you know, Cleveland with the Lakers, they get Larry Nance Jr. and they clear up a lot of cap space. And the trade itself felt very like, is he clearing the way for himself to go to LA? There's no way that's possible. Like that that's almost too on the nose that that could happen. And then of course mm-hmm. that summer LeBron signs exactly the four four year deal well, and it's I a mean, Los speak, Angeles Laker, you know what I mean? Speaking of LeBron, remember when LeBron was winning titles and going to the finals every year in Miami? In Miami Tate. Yeah. He's he's living in Miami, Florida. Yep. And, and then people start rumbling, I think he's going to go back to Cleveland. And people are like, there is no world. Why would LeBron James, who's winning titles in Miami, yep. go to Cleveland? Cleveland? Yep. And then the answer is, he's from there. Yeah. I mean, not really. He's from Akron, but he likes he wants to believe it's from Cleveland. Yeah. But it's the same. I mean, he's from Northeast Ohio. It's it's home. And I guess that's the whole point. That's why I want to do a podcast. So yeah. there you go, people. I, I, think that's, uh, I think that's the greatest thing about this whole situation, at least from you and I and where we're from. And I know there's so many listeners, friends of the program, that are very you know from similar places, have similar backgrounds to you and I, and that's why we all kind of come together as kindred spirits. And that's why we see a little bit of ourselves in Brad Stevens. And that's why we want to mm-hmm. defend the situation. The, the, the situation because if it were happening to us we would we would entertain it and, and, and oh dude I mean, are you t- yeah are you kidding yeah, me if you- i could do- i love my job at fox yes. i i yeah. cannot i'm trying I, to protect this i don't want to get fired but yeah exactly if you no. if you come with this type of offer it's hard to pass up dude i'm telling you <laughs> hand to god i love my job at fox i love yep. uh, i pinch myself every time i pull into the fox lot <laughs> and we're i mean we work at the same place they do every fox show for god's sakes we, we, we live in los angeles and we get to drive and, and all the like colin cowards doing his show right on the the level below us yep. in the building. And yep. it's like, this is insane. Like, I, I, I don't feel like I belong here. And this is, this is in my world, I, it's not the same, but in my world, I feel like I, I am at the Boston Celtics. Yeah. I'm like, this is incredible. I can't believe this. Yes. And I swear to God, if, if WTHR 13 and in Indianapolis called me tonight and said, Dave Calabro stepping down and we want you to be the next Dave Calabro and we're going to double your salary. And we are going to give you a 10 year, 15 year contract, whatever it is. And all the freedom in the world. And when you and when you get off the plane, when you land in, in Indy, 
we are going to roll out the red carpet and kiss your feet and everywhere you go, everybody's going to love you and, and call you a savior. Yes. I, are you kidding no me? Matter, no, <laughs> no matter what the results, really. What? I mean, like you're, you really have like a five-year grace period before people even care what you do with the team, right? Because there's such a long yeah. leash. And I think that's, and, that's the tough part of the NBA, right? Every day is a grind. Every day is a conversation about how do we upgrade our assets? How do we upgrade our roster? How do we do this? Yeah. How do we do that? I mean, obviously, college basketball recruiting, we're always doing these types of things, too. But it's just not the same. And it's not the, it's it's not not the same, same as $125 million is invested in this roster and we're not good enough. So we have to go spend luxury tax money. You know what I mean? And now I have owners yelling at me. Like, it's just such a different. It's, it's, it's so political. Yeah, there's no yeah, yeah. there's no sense of community. Yes. And, and yes. Brad, you know, Indiana has community and has a community that he knows and loves. And, and that's what makes it feasible. So, uh yeah, dude, I totally would, by the way. WTHR, if you're listening, I'll come cover high school sport. I don't give a shit. I would love <laughs> double that. Double his salary, yeah. I mean, I'd be happy not, for you. <laughs> I would love to double my salary to cover Indiana high school basketball, fly around in the chopper, going from in, school in, to school. In, inside Carolina, <laughs> same thing. You know what I mean? You, you double my salary, you bring me back home, I'll be good. Uh, <laughs> is there any, any other points we need to make? I guess that's it. Come home, Brad. If Brad if Brad comes back to Indiana, it is the, – the first of all, I don't know if you're ready for the ACC to be done. It is done. It's Big Ten. Big Ten <laughs> – the big Ten's the I, new ACC. I, I would lo- I would love I would love it for the sheer fact of uh one I know Brad Stevens would play Duke or Carolina every single year I feel like they would so they would yeah. come up with some sort of series where like one year they play Indiana or at Indiana Duke goes the next year Carolina like Indiana comes to Carolina you know something they'd figure out some sort of triangle way to do it so that would be fun and uh I mean as far as just like what I grew up on I mean the the 2002 run and the fact that my mom went to school and, you know, still brings up Ronald Reagan being shot in 1981 as like, you know, one of the biggest pivotal moments in her life. And the fact they shouldn't have played that game. And Bob Knight is such a jerk for making Dean Smith coach during that game. You know what I mean? Like I grew up with Indiana being the not not the enemy, but like, you know, our our equal respect. Right. It's like I understand and respect who you are and vice versa. And Bob Knight, you know, took Michael Jordan and, and, and helped make him even better. And Dean Smith obviously always pointed that out. He was the best coach that Michael ever had is what Dean would say. I think they're still the best two coaches of all time. I know Coach K and Bayheim have the wins to say they're the best two, but you and I, we're talking about teachers here. We're talking about actual people that have real relationships that when they pass away, every single player writes like a, a personalized story mm-hmm. about them. Uh, I'm not saying necessarily with Bob Knight, but with Dean Smith. But, uh, you know... Th- it'll happen with Bob Knight. It'll, it'll, it, like, he's, it, he's an asshole and people don't like him. But like, His players it, love him. There's reverence. Yeah, there's reverence exactly. there. Yeah, exactly. So th- to have course. those two programs uh, and to be tied to them like you and I are in, in our own you know innate way, um, we were not, you know, to take, this is for John Rothstein. If he's less listening, you know, it's like, it's like when Bane said, you know, you know, you merely adopted the dark. We were born in it. You know, that is, yes. that, yes, John. that is that speaking, speak John's language, yeah, speak yeah, a language. Yeah, you understand. That, that's what we're talking about, John. And we love you to death. And that, that's all the conversation. We do. Is. That's what, that's what I, John, this, this whole podcast was for you, buddy. We love you. We don't want you to make these mistakes. Uh, do not, do not go down this road. And I, that's really it. It's just like, if you're going it, to, it's fine to think that Brad's not going to go to IU. That's probably more likely than not. Yeah. Like it's beyond reasonable to think just that. Just don't spit in the Indiana fans' face. You don't, have to, like, face. Like, you don't yeah. have to spit in Indiana's fans' face and call them delusional <laughs> yeah. and say like, because you're, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Like, you, you, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, it's so ridiculous. Yep. You, you have no idea. If you told me you were courting a woman, Tate, and I, I have no idea. Like, I don't, I don't know. I'm trying to think of analogies. It's like so absurd. Yeah. It's beyond the yeah. pale. That, it's, like, you it's, think it's, that it's, you, it's the girlfriend at camp theory, you know? 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Like you have no idea what the inner workings of any of this are. This is yeah. so beyond your depth and you're you're commenting on it just for like that's what's so frustrating is that you're you're ripping the people that in your eyes are just trying to meme this into existence when you're too stupid to realize that you're memeing this out of existence. Mm. That you're just saying you're just falling into the LOL Indiana memes, you know? Like that that's your but at least those of us that are trying to meme it into existence realize we're a little crazy. And we're talking ourselves into yeah. it. You think that like you're the you're a genius that mm-hmm. you're like, <laughs> yeah. Why would he ever? <laughs> what? <laughs> so uh, do better. That's my that's my advice to all that's of you. That's a good message. That, that, this is our lesson plan, you know, for the day. Dude, <laughs> I I swear to God, you get me fired. Like I I you know me, Tate. I don't get fired up about much. You can you can come at me with a lot of stuff, and I'll let it roll off my back. I'm not a fighter. <laughs> I'm very much a lover. You you start talking shit on basketball in the state of Indiana, yeah. and those are fighting yep. words. And and I. I don't care if I burn bridges or, or I lose friends. John, call me. We'll talk it out. We'll, we'll be fine. We love but, you, John. Uh, we love you. We love you, John. But uh, yeah, it's it's just personal, and, and I felt like I wanted to say something. So yeah, yeah, is. yeah. The, it's the Jackie Moon the theory, ELE, everybody love everybody. That is the rules here. And unless you're talking shit about Brad Stevens, then Titus is fired Listen, up. Yep, that, there then I'm is. fired up. Brad, uh, come home. It's that simple. Brad, if you're listening, maybe Brad's listening Oh, to this. please, Wouldn't Brad. That be fun? Yeah. Someone, someone come says on, to coach. me, what, what, that is a, what if Brad... Uh-huh. Brad, come home. Brad, be a teacher. Hire, hire, Brad, you're a teacher. Hire, hire Coach Mata as your top assistant. Hire Greg as your uh, your your other assistant, your big man coach. Oh, man. Hire Damon Bailey for recruiting mm. mystical purposes, and I'll be your director of ops, and we will never lose a game, and we will own – And if we do lose a game, we pull game. out. We forfeit before we lose. <laughs> we opt out of the season. Uh, hey, listen, we're doing a uh, bracket challenge on NCAA.com. Mm. Uh, Titus and Tate is the name of the group. Um, we're doing we're doing a thing for for the for March Madness. Don't worry, we did not forget that that this week the NCAA tournament starts. We're still excited about it. We just want to make this a this an emergency Brad Stevens thing. So, uh, go to go to it's NCAA.com, like the bracket challenge, just on NCAA.com, right? Yeah, and you search Titus and Tate, and you'll find our bracket challenge. I think it's already three hundred people are in the group. We got wow. we got some, How about yeah, that? we got some famous friends in there, friends of the program, guys like Kyle yeah. Guy, former MOP, Ty Jerome, also on that Virginia team is in there. Tyler Hansbrough told me he's going to fill it out. We'll see if that Greg actually. Greg told happens. me he was yeah. filling. Greg the big. Greg we me. can't trust the bigs. Yeah. Greg said he was filming out, and then he texted me like an hour later, and he's like, what's the deal with Kansas' center? And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> so he's asking me for tips. So I know he's filling it out. Right, I know that Greg's good. working that's on good, it. That's good, Greg. So, uh, I love to hear that. I think our, our dads – do you, you, you have your dad? Yeah, my dad's filling one out as well. I think my mom We're, is as well. So, I mean, it, it's uh, – right. yeah, it, it's one of those things where it's a family business, family operation. So – and, again, we're going to be live after all the games. Uh, Titus and Tate YouTube. Yep. Uh, Friday the games start, not Thursday. I mean, I guess the games start technically on Thursday, but real first round starts on Friday. We're going to be live at Fox, at the lot, like you said, every single day after all the games. We're probably going to do hits and you know talk about stuff during the day, but uh, it'll we're, be great. We're here for you, so we're going to be pumping out content. Yep. Uh, check all that out, but join join our bracket challenge. The, the winner, by the way, of our bracket challenge gets a, a big sign poster of Tate and I. We're going to send you some merch. And then uh, I didn't even ask Tate if we can do this, but I, I tweeted it today that we're going to do it. I'm going to let you call in and just glow. I, lo- you get I like loved 30 it. Seconds. I loved it. That, that- you get 30 seconds to glow. If you win, you can call into the show. We'll do a podcast where we're, and, and you call in and you're just like, suck it, all of you. I'm better than you and I'm smarter than you. And, and then we'll cut you off at 30 seconds. Yeah, and that's exactly. It. We'll just mute your, your, right then. We'll mute your mic. And we'll just right then. Yeah, right then so. <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks for listening. Um, I don't know. I hope uh, I hope that got people fired up. I hope that uh, that that accomplished what I wanted it to accomplish. And uh, if not, who cares? Suck it, haters. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. Brad's coming to you, and there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. March Madness starts tomorrow. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs>